0: Welcome to So You Want to Make a TV Show. The show that goes behind the scenes of the creative process to show you just how the delicious sausage of your favourite TV shows is made. And sometimes, it ain't pretty. In the last episode, the Daddos managed to accomplish what is often the toughest part of the whole process. They came up with an idea.
1: Wife's dead. He's going to die. He's going to have no money by the time he cashes his last cheque. And so it's his journey towards death with a wrongful diagnosis...
0: Oh, it sounds simple in that beautifully edited grab, doesn't it? But I don't mind telling you there are people behind the scenes who have lost more hours than they are comfortable with editing that tangent soup down into something that really felt quite quick and painless when it wasn't. But now that we've got the concept, it's time for the real hard work to start. Or should we say it's time to start wheeling in the people who actually know what they're doing and start bracing ourselves for their inevitable feedback. So who is first? Over to the dados.
2: All right, we need to find someone who's going to show run this or put it together, produce it. Is this an uh, executive producer? Um, How many can we have? Well, you go to an American series, they've got 84 of them. Then you've got co-executive producers and then 25 producers. Yeah. So we just need one. We just need one. One person to get us through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got
1: any ideas? Yeah, I have. Uh, I Because of my life in the industry. Uh, 35 years, right? 35 years. I've met one producer. Okay. Uh, she's a film producer, Anne Robinson, Dream Genie Films, and she's a go get tough, tough, just a mover, a doer. So I I rang her and I said, uh, what about it? She's really good, by the way.
2: Well, let, let's hear it. Okay.
1: My brother and I sat down and we came up with an idea for a film. So now what we need is to get to our next step. So the, the first step is, well, the first step was the concept, right? So that was complicated.
3: No, that's easy.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
3: The next bit is, is trying to work out how to turn it into a film and get it going. Yeah.
1: Okay. And so you're the right person for that really, aren't you?
3: I could be. Right. <laughs> So, There's so, not many of us that do it because it's not easy. It's a lot of hard work.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, no one's, no one's trying to shirk the responsibility of the work. But so what no. what do you need to know to, to get your interest?
3: Um, well, first, obviously, it's the pitch, you know. It's, does, does it is it a quick and simple idea that rolls off the tongue and does it get people interested straight away? Okay. That's probably the key for when you're trying to pitch and get a, get a show up or a film-up.
1: Okay, here's here's the pitch. There's a guy, uh, a normal bloke, he's been diagnosed by the doctor. It's in the 80s, right? So that this will all make sense. It's in the 80s. There's a guy who's been diagnosed with a life-ending illness and he goes, oh, well, because his wife has already died. So he's not unhappy about his prognosis because he's dying to meet his dead wife.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. The problem is
3: I like it already.
1: The diagnosis is incorrect. He's not dying. But <laughs> because he tunes out and says my objective is to die huh. without that my last check bounces, he just goes rogue and starts living his life.
3: Awesome. So I am So <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> really?
3: Um that's a it's, it's a funny, humorous little pitch already. That's probably all mm. you need to say. That's okay. it. That's your, show, that's your show or your film. That's it.
1: Okay, great. Initially.
3: That's Look, where I, we're at. I, it's, it's, a, it's very clear and, and I think the pitch itself is great. And would I want to watch it? Yes. And I think that would it have a market? Yes. The hard bit is getting it up.
1: Okay. So, so that's what we need someone like you for is to get us up.
3: Do I have the energy right now? No, um, I'd be happy to help oversee and push you in the right direction, though. But basically, developing a TV series or developing any kind of a any content, such as something like this that's so big and ambitious, is honestly years of development. It's it's bankrolling writers and showrunners and the creative and then the legals and the finance and setting up a production company and getting all the chain of title and you know all that sort of copyright stuff in place and rewrites and pitching and <laughs> hard work like yeah. um and no one pays that producer um to 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 get that show up so it's so, it's really hard to find someone who's going to commit
1: so if i if 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 I had if I had money so am I, can I read between the lines and <laughs> so if I've if got
3: two hundred grand to help me develop your show, I, I might possibly be in. <laughs> okay. Um, but if I obviously to have money.
1: Yeah. So but without money, so if I just come in conceptually at this point, it's it's a no.
0: Um look, I'll spare the pain of hearing Anne politely pass on the project and the exact moment where well, you can hear Andrew's heart break. But long story short, if you want to get professionals on board, some of them might not be interested in doing it for no money. I know, shocking, right? And right now, we have <laughs> no money. But that's okay. The Dados have been in this business for long enough to know that you have got to be prepared to get a fair few no's before you get that very important yes So the next name they've plucked from their filofax of industry greats is Australian writer and producer Michael Petroni. Michael is the real deal. He's directed his own feature-length film starring Guy Pearce and Helena Bonham Carter, and he's recently written and produced the Netflix series Messiah, so he knows what he is on about. And I am just going to skip past the bit where Andrew and Cam pitch their idea because you are well across that and go straight to the important stuff his response.
4: It's a great idea. really is. Very, very nice idea. I, as,
0: when you started pitching
4: it to me, my mind was going, this is a movie, not a TV series, until you said, but he's not dying. You know, I could almost see that being a good part of the first season, mm. the preparing for his death and then, you know, towards the end of the season it turns out he's not dying. Yeah. And then, I mean, because you could tell that idea and have it done in four episodes. But TV is about character and getting to know characters and falling in love with them and not wanting to leave them, right?
1: In everything you just said, then what I really heard was the words, first series. (laughs)
4: <laughs> You've got to be planning like that. You really do. Yeah. You have to be positive yeah. and really, really, truly believe your idea. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, I, I, I do. I think it's a great idea. Great. What you just pitched me is what's called the byline. Yep. Do you have anything more than a byline?
1: Yeah, look. No. I, I wanna, we don't have the script, but the idea is this. We talk to you. We get a director, we get a writer, the writer writes something, and then we find actors, like big actors, and they go, Man, We love it. We only ever make one scene, right? But that's the plan is to get ourselves to a final scene that we create. Oh, so at you the want end. to do like
4: a proof of concept version of this? Yes.
2: It. Oh, we want Yes, we. a proof. Yeah, we didn't okay. have
1: that dialogue. Just, yeah, so I, I guess that's what we are doing. I, I didn't know that. that's what it was called, but we haven't done it before. So it sounds okay to you.
4: I mean, your strategy, I, I think it's a bit risky. I think the the more traditional route would actually just be to have a script and then interest a showrunner or a producer and talent like a Russell Crowe. You know, you want an 8,000-pound gorilla on your side and then you, that's who kind of shepherds you through all that stuff.
2: But are you, when you say that, are you saying, like, if you've got someone like Russell Crowe, on board. I'm not saying yeah. he's a he's an eight thousand pound gorilla either, but but he's got some he's got some gravitas in the business. Does that help?
4: Yeah, that helps. You need you need talent that is really bankable. That and with that, you know, people kind of just step out of your way a bit. and They don't step on toes as much, right? Okay. And then I mean, if you got that, you can you can play it however you want. If you I mean, if you had. If you had big enough talent, you'd be able to get it made here in a heartbeat in Australia.
1: If we've got you as our showrunner, I'm, I'm seeing you nodding and I'm guessing that's
2: an affirmative. <laughs> now he's smiling.
1: <laughs> now he's smiling. He's, he goes, he's, what, nervous. he's going like this a nervous moment. smile. Yeah, he's a nervous like this. Smile. going, holy crap, I can't believe I woke up today not knowing what was going on and I've got a job where I'm not going to make any money. Oh, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so our next step is... To get something written, yep, like yeah. write something down properly.
4: Yeah, write something down properly. And you know what? You probably should start out with is just a, a synopsis, a synopsis of your first episode. But probably more importantly, a synopsis of your first season, which shouldn't be like too dense because you know most executives and most most executives just don't have the attention span, and most good producers. You know, they they if they're good, they're very busy. And so you want something that they can read in their lunchtime and go, okay, I like this idea. Yeah. Right.
2: Or on the treadmill, something
1: like yeah.
4: that. Yeah, <laughs> so basically it's yeah.
2: got to grab them in the first 25 seconds.
4: Well, that's what your byline is, right? Oh, okay. And then your, your synopsis has to really emphasise the uniqueness of the show and your depth of understanding of your character. Your character's... Character is everything in TV. All right, awesome. Awesome start. Yeah, look, I am, I'm I'm. really interested to see what happens next, so um, call me up.
0: Ooh, Michael, I hope you don't leave to regret opening that door because call you up they will. I have seen it. So we haven't quite got a signed contract, but we've got a nod. And at this stage, that is really the best we can hope for. But we still need a producer. And as fortune would have it, Cam has just wrapped up filming a movie with Tanya Chambers. Tanya used to be the CEO of Screen West and Screen New South Wales, and was recently awarded a Medal of the Order of Australia for her services to the arts and to film and television. And that means, in this game, she's important. And she's produced a whole lot of things. So, could Dying to Meet My Dead Wife be the next Series she adds to her already extensive IMDb profile. Let's see if the daddos can win her over with their charm and lack of anything but a byline.
1: So you know the idea of what we're trying to do. How, do, how does the idea sit with you?
5: Look, I think the um, the starting point for anything is is the concept, is the idea something that is relatable and um, an audience is going to be interested in it, and who is that audience? And then separately, is it something with which people are going to connect, you know, emotionally, intelligently, you know, intellectually? Um, and I think the idea is a good one. I think it's one that everybody around the world, one way or another, can connect to. And I think the notion of potentially learning to love again or finding finding the love that you had um, able to kind of release you or you to release them to the future is a really important one. So the next step is... Everybody can have a great idea, but how do you actually turn that into a compelling, viewable, bingeable series that's going to compete in the worldwide marketplace? Because everything we make in Australia is not just for Australian audiences, it's for worldwide audiences.
1: Okay, so what's our next step
5: then in your mind? I think you need a damn fine writer or showrunner. And okay. that's why when you mentioned Michael Petroni, that was very exciting. You need to get the team of people together who are going to um, thrash that idea out and uh, bring bring to it questions about the tone and about the themes you're going to explore um, and the story arc. So um, they're they're very yeah. fundamental yeah. things. Yeah.
1: Okay. So if Michael if, if so if Michael is attached as a showrunner,
5: mm-hmm.
1: where where would you be?
5: Well, I would produce and I would Sweet. potentially co-produce. <laughs> I'm is that a arm have in I, have I just made a commitment?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've committed to it.
1: We've yeah. recorded it.
2: Sign here. <laughs> yeah, so it's Tanya Tanya Chambers, producer. producer. Or, now, we see on credits a lot: executive producer, producer, associate producer. What what is that all about?
5: Uh, absolutely, it's one of the, the most asked questions. So, producers essentially um, under the under the name of producer can be a number of different things. They can be people who bring skill sets of creative producing, which is people who actually understand how to work on scripts and have a great deal of insight into the creative development of a script, which, as you can imagine, is a skill set in itself. Mm. They can be financial producers who know how to deal with the substantial amount of finance you're talking about. I mean, you're talking about probably in Australia, you're talking about $2 million an episode for primetime drama, probably. Mm. So you're talking, um, you know, a whacking amount of money. So essentially, the name as producer in itself is the person who is uh, legally and um, financially responsible in every respect. The buck stops with them. I'm the one who can actually... Um, go to jail for money being used inappropriately, Mm. Um, I'm the one who has to be responsible to investors as the producer and ultimately bring it together to deliver on time and on budget. An executive producer is usually somebody who brings finance to the table, maybe one of the other um, financing partners who help us put the budget together, um, or might be somebody who brings cast or other key elements to the table.
1: Okay. So you're going to jail, and we're not. <laughs> That's good. Okay. We like that idea. Terrific. Well, I, there was a reason I didn't sleep well last night, uh, and you I thought think i jail? I think I'll sleep better tonight. Okay, great. Well, Tanya, this is really, this is genuinely exciting. And mm. as your first move, we're not asking you to bring money in yet. But what about writers?
5: Oh, absolutely! That's one of the most exciting things, actually. Something I really love as a producer that does both the financial and the creative side. I love bringing the team of people together for the right project. So that's in itself kind of an intuitive and um, a thing where you just you want to know the um, the skill set, the track record of the people, but you also want to know that the story, subject matter is going to appeal to them, and they're going to be great with this kind of emotional, tender, intimate personal relationship story um, rather than something, for example, which may have those elements too but is more of a, um, you know, a horror, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hope we should probably make sure we're on the same page as regards the genre of this and this isn't actually a horror film.
2: Well, no, it's it actually... Could, it's an, it could be. <laughs> We're throwing ideas on the table. There's no bad ideas,
1: as they say. If we can get some money, we could make it. uh, Dying to meet my dead wife and my future
2: dead wife. This is the one with the axe in the head, yes. Yes. And vampires and (laughs) zombies and it's all going to happen. Blood and guts and grease on the rod.
1: Do you you have any, any specific writers in mind?
5: Look, somebody who I really love working with is Sarah Smith. Um, she is. Um, uh, she's a showrunner herself, and so that may be something that we need to discuss with her and with Michael. Um, she's worked with Rebecca Gibney on all sorts of projects. We know each other from a long time ago, and I'm currently working on another series in development with her.
1: Tanya, do if if I wanted to put up a couple of other writers that I might know or get in contact with, does everything have to then be approved by you? Are you the doyen of? So are you the approval process for us now, or do we? Yes. Are, are, so are we sacrificing? Are we now sacrificing our omniscience?
2: Um, our what? Our omniscience. Yeah. Is that how it works?
5: Well, it depends on the the relationship between us. I would always want it to be a collaborative decision yeah. anyway. But the yeah. other thing is that we may well co-produce it together. Mm. So then whether we it's... go to jail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can look between our companies or we can look at whether you have co-production, co-producer roles or associate producer roles or full producer roles. Okay. Um, and, um, and certainly even as executive producers, you know, you can have a creative say if we agree that between us. So I would in any event, with, with it being your idea, I'd want this to be something that we worked on together. Ultimately, contractually, legally, somebody has to have the final decision in the event of a deadlock, but I haven't had to use that in almost anything I've ever worked on, so we, we look at it together. The other big thing is, so we're not pale, male and stale as such, um, but we want to have culturally diverse backgrounds um, in our writing team. So from the outset, we want to look at what kind of community this is set in, um, You know what, what time of um, history it's in. Um, but also to make sure that we're reflecting our contemporary society if it is a you know a modern show.
2: Tan, what interests you in terms of relationship, like what we're talking about? Is it what would inspire you most? If it was we're talking about a woman and dying to meet my dead wife and, and she's gay, right, and her dead wife is her dead wife, that we're in relationship, that kind of thing. What's your blue sky here? What, what sort of titillates you the most?
5: Yeah. For me, the question is, what story do you want to tell, you know, as a, creatively as a team? Um, it's not about twisting a story just because it happens to be something that you think you can get financed or, yes. yeah. or, or Thank whatever. You, you yeah. know, you've got yeah, to hold strong to, to the essence of the story that you're connecting to, because this is going to be a long journey for us. This is going to be, you know, likely to be a number of years till it gets to the screen. Um, depending on, you know... Very
1: short attention span, Tanya. Very (laughs) short attention span.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm going to be stuck in this voiceover booth for years. I think the daddos were kind of expecting that that Golden Globe might be sitting on their shelf in the next year or so, but in come those experts with their facts and reality. Also, what a masterclass on wooing someone to your project that was. I mean, nothing... Get someone to pick up their pen and sign on the dotted line quicker than the comment.
1: So you're going to jail (laughs) and we're not.
0: I'd be making sure your insurance is up to date if I were you, Tanya, but I'm getting bogged down in the negative because we are only two episodes in and we've already got our idea, our showrunner and our producer. And coming up in the next episode, we are going to meet Sarah Smith, who the Daddos reach out to after Tanya gave them the green light. So will Sarah succumb to the Daddos' persuasive pitch? Find out on the next episode of So You Want to Make a TV Show.